Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Poke Tower Podcast. Me and Danny were just having a stare off. Who's going to do the intro? But welcome to episode 24. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you for the continued support. You guys have been unreal in terms of our YouTube. You guys participated in the box break. We got 20 participants uh, participants in our Discord private yeah. box break. So basically what it was is if you had joined in, our Discord you, yeah. prior to February 18th, Yep, you got you, a special invite. Special invite for a, a Shiny Fates box break. We ended up getting two ETBs, um, and we basically just sold them to you guys. And uh, at retail, at retail, we got we got seven fifty a pack, three dollars and ninety nine cents for shipping. So if you just couldn't find anything, this was a great way to, to secure to secure something. Get a shot at yeah. least. Get a shot at least, and um, it was really uh, you know it's not a lot. It's only twenty packs, but. You know, we have just under 100 people in our Discord, which basically means you had a 20% chance of getting a pack. Um, and we it was we made it exclusive, too. So when we announced the news, it was you had to have joined before February 18th. So we actually had some people join after that that didn't get in. So it was exclusive. Um, and some people were like, hey, I really wanted a pack. It's like, look, they, they went when they went, and uh, we wanted to make it fair. We didn't right. want to show any favoritism and like let people know when we were doing it. So I did it at a very random time. I didn't tell anyone when I was doing it. Um, and that was just a way for you guys to to give Shiny Fates a shot. I haven't even opened any personally. Thursday will be the first day I do right. it. Right. Both of us. Um, so we don't have you know no tricks up our sleeves. We just wanted to share with you guys. And we would love to pull something sweet for uh, the, the 20 participants that's gonna be really cool yeah i figured i figured we get the uh product off the shelves from all the scalpers and we get it out to you guys yep you guys to collect you know what i mean so if you guys get a hot hit at least it'll be in your hands and not someone else's so um keep keep looking forward to more things like that most of you guys know our mom um is doing uh a online retail store now uh for pokemon cards collectibles toys and things like that it's g's.store i don't know I can't spell it right. Hold on. Let me let me just give you the handle right now in case you're interested. Um, all right. Jeez.store. It's with a J. J-I-E-E-Z dot store. Takes you to her store. Um, you can shop uh, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh! And I believe Pokemon sold out now. But we are working on ways to increase her inventory. So she may be loaded very soon. Um, and we'll just keep that amongst you guys. Um, I think that was it. That's it for the intro. Yeah, that's it. That's Apple listeners. The, uh, oh, Apple listeners. That's right. Please give us more ratings. We got to break forty now. We're on our way to forty. We need to break forty. Um, yeah, we go through little little burst. Yeah, five know? star us. We'll get we'll get like two to three, and then and it'll go cold for a whole week and a half, two weeks, mm -hmm. and then another two to three, which is great. Small small jumps, but come on, Poke Tower. We know you guys are out there. Consistently, we know you guys are listening. Yes. Um, Hey, if you don't have an Apple phone and, you're, and you have an Android, but your mom has an Apple phone, just go for just your go phone. Ahead, go ahead, five stars. Go, yeah, five stars on your mom's phone real quick, and we're all good. Yeah. Oh, another thing, too. Someone tagged, I think it was Kanto Kid, tagged me on TikTok. Someone had asked him, hey, where's this Pokey Tower podcast? So he made a reply on his TikTok. This dude searched the Pokey Tower podcast on Google, and it was all of our podcasts on the first page just lit up. Lit up. I'll show you the video later. 
He was crazy. What? I was like, I was like, dang, I didn't know we were searchable like that. Like he literally typed in the Pokey Tower podcast on Google and there was nothing but our content on the first page. He was just scrolling through. And I was like, holy cow. I've never seen that before. Yeah. I've never really so searched that means, name like that. That's cool. That means we are searchable now on Google. That means we are trending somehow, which yeah. is really cool. Um, that was amazing to see. I thought, you know, if you put Pokey Tower in, it would have showed, yeah, showed like the game, the Pokey yeah. Tower. Right. Um, where like, you know, Ho-Oh and them, the Johto, you know, the Bellsprout Tower, that thing. Right. But no, nothing. Um, it was all us. So that was kind of sweet. That is sweet. Um, so thank you guys for your support. Let's get in to the first segment of the week, the highest Pokemon sale of the week. Let's go. Known as the High Roller segment. Money time. I think this might be the record breaker so far. This is, I think it's definitely a record breaker for sure. I mean, not a little surprising. I have something I want to look up real quick about it, um, but you can go ahead, and, go ahead and talk about it. All right. The highest sale of the week. February 20th. This was, what, three days ago? <laughs> three days ago, we have a return to the throne. Base set, first edition Shadowless Charizard. PSA 10. Five hundred and six thousand dollars nine hundred and sixty nine. Five hundred and six thousand nine hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars. Almost five hundred and seven thousand dollars. Half a mil. Half a mil. What does that mean? That means if you're a Charizard owner that's graded, obviously. Take a look at uh take a look at your prices. Um I have a I have a deal with, with my family that if my card gets to a certain price I'll move from it. Um as much as I want it in the personal personal collection. Uh, we do have a deal that if it can significantly change our lives, we would absolutely sell it. So that's why I like looking at this high roller stuff um, because you kind of get to see where your cards go. So let's see. I have a PSA 9 Charizard, just base set, not Shadowless, not first edition. Let's see what happens. Let me see if I search this. My kids are screaming right now. I apologize for that. My wife's doing nothing about it to stop them. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I got to find it on eBay. What were you going to check? Oh, so... I was actually, I was look, looking up, um, you remember the episode of Pawn Stars that had, um, was it Gary? Yeah, Gary. Yeah, and I think he was selling his whole collection of Charizards for 500000 For 500000 yep. He was. That was back in 2017. It's worth this like is, 10 million now. This is a single single Charizard. That's what I was saying. Like, it's kind of surprising, and in a way, it's more surprising that, like, wow, back in 2017, a whole collection of Charizards, you know, was up for five hundred k to a very, like, reputable, like, buyer. You know what I mean? Of expensive things. Pawn Stars. Yeah. 500k. A whole collection of Charizards. And now you have a single Charizard from base base set Shadowless in a 10. Wow. Going for, you know, basically 507. So a BGS 9 just went for 3,000 of a base set Unlimited. And let's see here. Uh, let's see if I can find a 9. A PSA 9 just went for 2750. So they have gone up in price. So look, check this out. I've seen my Charizard. Obviously, I ripped it out of the pack. Um, I want, when I graded it in a nine, it was fifteen hundred dollars. That was last August. Yeah. In October, I saw it go from fifteen hundred to over seven thousand. And then after the whole collectibles guru scam, Logan Paul deal, it went back down to about eighteen hundred, and it's been staying there for the last few months. And as you can see now, it's approaching three thousand dollars. So it's just been a roller coaster ride, and it's all timing. Um, it's all timing and 3000 is not my price. So I'm keeping mine, uh, for sure. But that's, that's pretty nice to know that it's, it has doubled since last August when I got it graded. 
crazy. Yeah, I think it's crazy that a single card, a single card, is worth half a million. What what th- three years ago a whole collection of Charizards is right. worth? That's you nuts. Know what I mean? Yeah, because Gary. Yeah, and he said he wasn't even going to sell it. Really, he was like, right. I just wanted to see what they're going to give me. Right. But uh, yeah, now it's worth like ten million. But but you're asking number to be five hundred k. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back then, that was three years ago. Two thousand seventeen, I think, is when that aired. So yeah. like two thousand seventeen to now, like three years, like that's that's a massive jump from. A collection of I don't know how many cards it was. Well, check this out. How many cards? I don't know how many cards he put up. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot compared to just one. It like just one. This being like yeah. the the like the. I want to say it was at least thirty Charizards. At yeah, least. the top card. Like, all this tens. Nineteen ninety nine Pokemon base set first edition Shadowless Hollow Charizard in a ten is like the card to have. Yeah. Right. Obviously, it having the price point it does. <clears throat> but it's like it's crazy that that now is five hundred k. Yeah. And Matt, like in. 30 Charizards is 10 million. Like that's so it's crazy. This is, um, it's just crazy. Like that's how big, how much money is in the, uh, in the hobby. It's a lot. So for leveling up one listener in particular, Chris Rossetti, I know that you bought a PSA six a while back. You might want to reference that price. Cause if you double or tripled up, remember, I remember you said your goal was to get a nine, right? So maybe that, maybe the sale of this six subsidizes your price into getting a seven or eight, right? Maybe you got maybe you got about you know 150 pokey bucks put away for the month. Now here's the thing though: if you sell a six for three x the price right now, yeah, that means seven and eights are probably three x what they were. But the idea would be you, you could sell high, yeah. wait a little bit. Yeah, that it kind of goes both ways. If you wait, it could never go down again, just like stocks, right? And then if you just chill, if you get it right now, you know you could use it to subsidize a higher premium on a better card. Really depends on how much you want it, but I remember you telling us that. So I thought of that when I saw this. Um, give it a look; might be worth something. I'd be interested to hear in the Discord if you do decide. If anyone has a Charizard that they bought last year, check your prices right now. And the reason I like this price better is because all the crazy stuff has pretty much already happened. So, like last October, when things were just abnormally out of control. I mean, seven thousand dollars for PSA nine Charizard. I almost listed mine, um, but. Just something to consider. Maybe I think this is more stable for some reason. For some reason, you know, just under three thousand doesn't sound unreasonable to me. And I know, like, when prices get to start, when prices start to get unreasonable, I stop looking. But for some reason, I'm like, this is not bad. So something to look into for all you Charizard guys, if you want to one make a little money or two use it to subsidize for you know a level up, a next grade up, could be a good option. Yeah. And always so. remember to send your offers. Yeah. So always. you make you make some money on your PSA six, you find a seven or an eight. Yeah. But I mean make an offer and now you like got the greasy discount plus you paid for more than half of it with your six. Yeah, at the same time. That'd like, be insane. You, you buy your six for three hundred bucks and you if you could sell it like right now, say prices go up for nine hundred yeah. and a and a seven's going for, you know, fifteen hundred or yeah, whatever. That's nothing. Say a seven's going for fifteen hundred. You only paid five hundred for it. Yeah, you're only gonna really. Pay, yeah, you're paying like five hundred for it. Say so you got like you know a couple hundred bucks put away for your pokey budget for the month. Yeah, you upgrade to a seven. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. you wait for that guy to hit his next price, and then you're up yep. and up and up. Opportunities everywhere. Got to constantly check back. I know we always talk about Charizards. Sometimes we repeat ourselves on the show. But he's a staple. It's because things things keep changing. Think the the game keeps evolving, and that's why our strategies have to constantly change. There's no one set way of doing well in this hobby. Especially if you're trying to make money to to get more stuff for your collection, right? Like you, there was a time when we were buying raw and grading, 
right now I don't see that as an option. I don't. See, it's they're few and far between to where before I could literally log on eBay at five in the morning and buy five Blastoise for like forty bucks a pop. I'm talking base set Blastoise, forty bucks a pop. Just boop 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 boop. Get them all, grade them all. It's cool. You can't do that anymore because anyone who has a Blastoise has figured out it's worth more than that. So like yeah. even if they're like a noob, they're like, no, I'm getting three hundred for this. You're like, you ain't getting three hundred for that. Yeah, but it's all nicked up. Scratched, everyone, everyone, creased, un- everyone who has rare cards will not like. They'll budge, but what I'm saying is it's so much easier back then. Right. So you guys have seen us go through like, okay, let's go for booster packs. Let's go for slabs. Let's go for raw cards that are underpriced. It really just, you, you got to evolve with the market. And right now, right now it might be, you know, more of a seller's market. It might not be a buyer's market. It's just something to um, think about, especially when you see these kind of cards move like that. Yeah. I couldn't agree with that more. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a buyer's market. It's definitely a smarter idea just to lay back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And get get the ones that you want, the ones that you're actually, you know, eyeballing the serious outliers, the ones that you're getting on a good price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All of those cars are the ones you're definitely going to be looking at right now. I yep. think that's that's probably like the smartest play. It definitely is. Yeah. And sell sell your stuff that, you know, has seen peak prices. That's Exactly. Yeah. Before anything gets too crazy that, <clears> you know, <throat> you're not sure where it's going to go. Yep. Cool. All right. That is it for the high roller sale of the week. Hopefully, some one of you guys won the lottery. Maybe that was your first edition Charizard, and we just didn't know it. Yeah, I don't know. that'd be crazy. <laughs> All right, let's go into the underrated, overrated segment. All right, guys, welcome to the underrated, overrated segment on the podcast. This is a quick segment about us rating one-liners, keywords, trigger words, buzzwords, whatever you want to say in the TCG collecting hobby. Um, and we try to give you guys like a decent breakdown of why we feel that way, but we only get two minutes. Firing off. Two minutes to fire off. So today's contestant. Just right off the dome. We have Devin. Off the top. From Milwaukee. He's a garbage man, and he's hoping that he can win a million dollars today so that he can take his kids to Disney World in Japan. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> two minutes on the I'll clock. i what he's having. Let's go. <laughs> two minutes. Let's get it. All right, let's get it. Hold on, let me set the timer for you. Two minutes. And here we go. Shining Fates. I think Shining Fates is uh, fairly rated. Um, it's it's unfair that there's a lot of scalpers out there, a lot of people buying it up, but I think the set looks awesome, and I think the, the cards in it are seriously cool. Next. Di- Digimon Tamers, Season 3. Ooh, I don't know much about Digimon other than the OGs, like Gurumon and uh, Metal Greymon and... War Growlmon and Beemon and Stingmon, but uh, next. Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel or Zexel series? Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. Um, you know what? I haven't got there yet. I'm still on 5Ds, but I am very interested because I think they introduced like XYZ summons and stuff like that, right? I think okay. so. Yu-Gi-Oh! Ghost from the Past. Yu-Gi-Oh! Ghost from the Past. Um, this is like a, I think it's like a special edition box. It comes with like, you know, like certain cards like in the set from like other, other past sets. Um, I'm kind of excited for it. I think it has a ghost rare of like the alternative Blue Eyes White Dragon, which I think is just a dope card all the way around because it's based off Blue Eyes. Next. Tops cards. Tops cards. Uh, fairly rated. I think people who are interested in them are interested in them, and I think the ones that you know are priced where they're at should be because they're rare. Rebel Clash. Rebel Clash, I think, is underrated. I know a lot of people don't like it, and they sleep on it, and when it's gone, it's gone, and a lot of people are going to be missing the cards that are in it. PSA 9s. PSA 9 is underrated. A lot of people will uh, value a PSA 9 like way, way, way under. And you can find a lot of outliers on uh, eBay if you're looking at the right times. 
Pokemon coins. Pokemon coins. These are actually gradable. Uh, I found this out recently, probably about a month and a half ago, that you can grade these through PSA. So uh, if you have any Pokemon coins or a big collection of them, if you kept them in good condition, get them graded. Third-party company packs. Third-party company packs pretty cool, especially um, for Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I like them a lot for Yu-Gi-Oh because they come with like the uh, legacy packs and stuff like that and on, which are like Spell Roller and the older vintage stuff. Uh, for Pokemon, I don't know anyone who's had luck other than one of our listeners, Ace Bond. Um, he got a platinum pack of one of the mystery boxes. Oh, Japanese Battle Fiesta Fiesta promo. Japanese Battle Fiesta promo. I have no idea about this promo, but it sounds interesting. Interesting. Time is up. Ooh. We got some interesting ones for next week. That was awesome. We got through a lot, actually, and I think Devin actually explained instead of just saying underrated, overrated. That's pretty good. Um, we still have a handful left. Remember, guys, you can always drop your underrated, overrated one-liners. It's funny because when we when we end the underrated and overrated, it's like, like usually our underrated and overrated fit me, and we don't even pick them. They just, yeah. Whatever you guys just put in the chat, in our lap. they just fall in our lap and like... I look at the ones, you know, that are going to obviously be happening next week. We just get a quick glimpse at them because we didn't get to finish this week. Yep. And I'm like, these are going to fall right into Denny's lap. This is stuff that he always talks about. And usually this stuff that's on my underrated overrated I always talk about. But it's just weird how it happens. Thanks for you guys' submissions. Uh, This is always a fun segment. We appreciate it. Uh, Send all of your one-liners, your underrated overrated topics that you have, anything in mind. Send it on our Discord. Um, If you guys need an invite, you guys know where to find us on our social medias. Let us know. We'll invite you. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. Until next time. Until next time. Harry's out there, too. Case closed. But still open until I solve it. Okay. All right, guys. So this week we have a Detective Pikachu segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, It looks like it's about something that's pretty interesting. I don't know too much about this. Danny's kind of getting me educated um, the more and more we talk about it and the more that we learn about it. Um, But I guess they're NFTs, kind of what they are is like a a digital or electronic, like crypto secure type of card um, that may possibly be introduced into the Pokemon um, uh, TCG or like hobby. I don't know if it's really considered TCG, but Danny knows a whole lot more about it. So we're going to let him talk about it and let him explain it. Um, I think it's pretty interesting stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot, though. Yeah. All right. So NFTs, they're called non-fungible tokens. You can, don't call them cryptos. However, they do use like blockchain technology, but what non-fungible tokens are, NFTs, they're actually used for like art and collectible goods that are digital. So in the past, Pokemon trading card game online, those are digital assets you guys see them on eBay, right? So, like, if someone has a shiny Charizard digital, it'll say right. online only. Right. And it's illegal. They're not supposed to do that, but they'll sell you a digital card. And I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know if you get their account info and, you know, whatever, because I don't think you can really trade. But right. you buy it off them. You also see this a lot in Sword and Shield, the video game for Switch, where someone will catch a shiny... They farm shiny Pokemon, and they sell them on eBay for, like, you know, 5 10 15 bucks. Yeah shiny you know evatel shiny this shiny that and then you like send them the money and then somehow they're able to trade you that pokemon it has perfect ivs perfect evs so technically we're already we're doing like an illegal version of nfts if you think about it um but the question was from sam uh, i believe this is um yeah bilbo fraggins in the discord he said could you guys see this becoming popular for all types of cards and basically it was a video on the nba top shot i believe that the nba cards um digital cards 
and uh, a card sold for 70k i believe it was a video clip of lebron so with this video clip i'm not sure how, exactly how it works i'm just here to break it down to you guys and say i i do think it is going to enter multiple hobbies very soon and the the, the science behind it the logic behind it makes sense um especially with the scalper ep- epidemic going on uh <clears throat> so I believe it was a clip of LeBron James doing a, a dunk. But what's so special about this NFT is that it was limited. I, you know, only so many people have access to this asset online. Um, and it's not like, you know, a digital card where you could take a screenshot and be like, oh, I got it too. You know, send right. it around. It's protected. And uh, the reason it's valuable is because of the blockchain technology in it. So it literally serialize serializes the number and like validates it as you know one of a kind um you know and people could probably like record it from another you know like like in the video it shows you know a picture of it but that's not the real thing um but where i'm going with this is it's made for collect people who make collectibles i don't know how much it works out for us but people who make collectibles and artists it's more of a protection for them because think about like original like artwork, when someone paints a picture for you, they can sell it for, you know, a million dollars at auction. But once it's gone, let's say the person who bought it for a million dollars is a reseller. They can sell it for five million in in 10 years. Like, let's say you die. You're an artist. You die. Like, hey, I got his last painting. Guess what? hundred million. He sells it. Record-breaking sale of a dead artist's painting. You know what I mean? Um, so with this NFT for creators and like, you know, collectible goods... There's royalties tied to every single transaction, and there's a paper trail of every single owner every time it changes over hands of who has the asset, when it was traded, how much it was traded for, um, location, all that stuff. So it's all validated. Think about think about collectibles guru, collectible guru's story about the booster box, how it was locked in a gun safe for 20 years, never changed hands. Next thing you know, he has it. They open it. It's fake. That would never happen with an NFT hmm. because the NFT is serialized. It's, it's encrypted, you know, because like, so I believe Sam is a crypto person. So he, is he, it, is NFT like, NFT is like a, like a, like a verification that something's like authentic. Well, it's, it's not so much that it's just crypto in general. Um, it's, you know, same thing with like your phone. People can't hack into your phone because of the, you know, the certain technologies that are tied to it. It can't be, you're, it's very unlikely your stuff's going to get stolen. Um, or if you think about um, anything really that you do on your phone that's password protected, mm-hmm. they're doing that with digital cards now. So like, you know, if you had a one of one, let's say you had this picture of LeBron. I don't know. How, how do I do this? How do I explain this? Imagine. Right, but what I'm saying, like, I'm saying like, imagine so having Pokemon, a picture. If Pokemon, if Pokemon came out. If Pokemon came out with like a new booster box that was for online purchase only, right? Yeah. And there was only ten gold Charizards. Yeah. In that booster box. Yeah. And everyone in the world had a chance to pull it. You know what yeah. I mean? And all ten of them get out. Yep. They all they all basically get NF- NFTs. Which what you're saying is like saying well, like this no, is they're already they're already NFTs. So Pokemon would make a digital booster box, and they would say. There are 10 of these Charizards in circulation, just like a Bitcoin. Right. You know, there's there's 21 million of them or whatever the case may be. There's only so many of these. Right. Whoever gets it, gets it. Um, but they, they would know 
they would know who has it because you know basically whatever app pokemon makes for an nft you know you could store your nfts in this wallet or this crypto folder that right. holds all your collectibles oh, okay and pieces of arts yeah so i i, I can see how it could, uh, fits in now i was thinking about it, i'm like it, i was like it kind of just sounds well, like it's like verifying like uh, like the ownership of the digital file oh, no 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 but it, i can see how it makes sense now it's literally yeah. like it's like um it's kind of like a so th- there's we've been doing it really bad for the last few years but like when you buy music mm-hmm. right it, um now when you buy music like on a cd if you buy cds but if you had a cd like if you try to burn it unless you have better technology you can't really burn cds anymore because they have crypto they have crypto like technology on there for it not to be burned and stolen and pirated mm-hmm. people still figure it out we have so much technology to figure it out so that's what's kind of sketchy about this is because there's always gonna be hackers there's always gonna be stuff like this but i believe sam bilbo he was saying that he's in cybersecurity, um and he can totally see it going so like an example i think chase in our discord as well was talking about it. he was like hey why would anyone want that though you know what i mean i want like the real cards and it, we talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links i was like don't have you bought cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links he's like yeah i said would you be mad if you lost all those cards if your deck got erased right. he was like well, yeah, but I actually play that. It's like, it doesn't matter. You, there's value tied to it, and it's fake. Those aren't even real cards, and you have value tied to it. That's why this idea would totally work. And then he brought up an example of Fortnite and the skins. It's a sign of status. The kids are like, dude, I got this you know, limited edition skin. You can't even get it anymore in the store unless you buy my Xbox account. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so I totally get it. It's crazy. This is what I like about it. So it helps out artists and people. So Pokemon... Think about this. You don't think Pokemon slaps themselves in the face like with all these million dollar sales of booster boxes and they don't get any piece of it because they sold it for 80 bucks back in 1999? I don't know. I don't know. Think I about like, this though. I feel like if I feel it's like a Pokemon digital, just like a, they like, no. it's like a perfectly, they're multi like billionaire fed machine. You know what I mean? It's right, like, right, right. It's like people see the $500,000 sale, but they're not getting more people get into right, it and they, they buy, they buy, they win either then, way. Like, they just keep cycling. They win either way. But check this out without doing any work. If they put yeah, out an electronic booster box, right. they would get a royalty of every sale. So when Logan Paul sells his NFT booster box of Pokemon, the right. first the first digital Pokemon booster box, yeah. he sells it. It's serialized. It's protected. Um, you know, you send your, your crypto key to him. He sends your crypto key to your address and you trade. He gets the money in his wallet. You get the box. Um, po- and let's say it's a $2 million sale. Pokemon will get royalties off that right and yeah. then you wait five years and you flip the box i'm gonna yeah. sell for eight mil pokemon gets a portion of that sale so it protects the artist so that pirating doesn't really exist because every time that that thing's moved around they're getting a piece of it and it happens in music too yeah um in music that's why on youtube when you steal someone's music they're like hey you can't make any money off this because we have to pay the artist so you can still post it but you won't be able to monetize this and like so that way the money always goes back to the person who owns owns the digital property yeah i get it that's cool this is the interesting that's a good thing, concept though. i like it it's, it's kind of it's, it's i don't know how it's gonna work out it's an interesting concept but check this out sure. i'm gonna drop you i'm gonna drop something in your guys's head right now check this out if if pokemon really wants to solve the scalper epidemic this is what they're gonna do i can see it happening already um they make pokemon trading card game online iOS and Android friendly, so that means you can get it on your phone, and the game goes completely digital. We talked about this before. Remember, I think I think Shivam asked 
one of the questions like where do you see pokemon in 20 years oh yeah, and I yeah, said yeah. It, it could go yeah. to the point where yeah. everyone has it yeah because pokemon's more concerned about everyone having it not everyone having the rarest stuff and filling their wallets they don't care about that they want everyone to play it so if you think about fortnite it's a free game they make the money off the plugins and the skins if pokemon does the same mm-hmm. thing they make the game completely free there will never be a shortage of shining fates because you can make as many digital Shining Fates packs as you want. It's infinite. And then what they do is they plug in the 1 in 1,000 pool. Or the 1 in 2 million pool. You know what I mean? Um, but everyone... You wouldn't have scalpers going to Target and buying up all the boxes. Because they, it's like a kid can just hop on his app and say, Hey, I want to spend you know $4 on a booster pack. Nobody can stop him. He, he'll be able to go on his phone, app store, buy it. He's got a free booster pack. He doesn't care if it's rare. Because remember, kids don't, kids aren't trying to make money like we are. They just want to play the game. They want to collect the cards. They want to show their friends. What are kids doing these days? They're all on their phones. So if they had a digital folder that couldn't get stolen, you know what I mean? And you couldn't get robbed for at school besides someone stealing your phone. But even then, it's probably protected at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you could you could show off your deck. You could show off your cool cards, your shiny Pokemon cards. Look, I got all this stuff in a digital folder. Um, cause that's what we do in Fortnite right now. You flex by showing off all your cool digital assets that you have. They're not even real. Look at this skin I got. It's limited edition, or you have to do this, that, and the other to get this. If you don't have it before this date, you can't get it anymore. It's clout. Yeah. So kids will be able to get their cards whenever they want. Scalpers won't be able to just buy up all the physical products. And then Pokemon can drop in these one in a million cards and the really, really, really like people that want to collect will feel value there because they're like, no, this is literally one in a million and they can't reprint it because it's serial locked. It's like crypto locked. This yeah. is it. Mm-hmm. So like everyone wins. And that's kind of the scary thing because I like physical cards. That's because we're old. Yeah. But you talk about the new generation, if they've never seen cards before because they're not at the damn store, they're going to be just fine with an electronic version of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. Um. Look at Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. I mean, they're already kind of doing it where you get like the prismatics. Yeah. And you get like the little fake hollows. I mean, it's cool to us. Um, But I mean, Duel Links has been an entity for like a while. Yeah, but they they don't make it collectible. And the card game's still doing well too. Yeah. But imagine. But they don't don't make it collectible. Imagine if there was a Yu-Gi-Oh! digital folder that tracked the values of your assets and it said, oh, your folder's worth, you know, this much. And it gave you the price of each card and it updated as if you were looking at the stock market. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Telling you, you'd be like, "Oh, look, I got this dark magician. That's you know one of three thousand. Put it on, put it on the global. Like it's twenty-seven dollars market. Yeah, of it's twenty-seven bucks right now. Oh, look, today it's thirty. Oh, wait, it's down to fifteen. You know That'd I mean? be cool. Be able to be able to list it like on the app of Duel Links, and you'd be able to see every sale like today. I'll sell this for two. And every today. name that's tied to it. So there would be like no fake counterfeit stuff where you know these stories. Oh, it was in a gun locker for twenty years, right. and it's just fake. No, they'd be like, no, you bought it from this guy in this year for this price. Yeah. And it went only to you. So you tampered with this digital asset. You tried to hack it. You're a fraud. It's like, it could get crazy. And if, if NBA is already doing it and they're having crazy sales, I could, to answer Sam's question, I can totally see it leaking in to other TCGs because it's already happening. Oh, yeah. No, on I a can... much smaller level. We're yeah. selling shiny Pokemon on Pokemon Go. Yep. I got this event Pokemon at seven bucks. You know what I mean? And it's some dude who farmed it on event day. And he's just selling them out. Now, that's like low end, but imagine doing that for hundreds, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Where it's like, no, this stuff is truly limited. 
That's where it gets. I mean, people sell people sell modern warfare accounts. They level it up and they sell it off. That is literally almost an NFT right there. It's just not protected. So if you get screwed, you're, you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. We do it all the time, though. Think about it. Pretty crazy. I really like that one. I was. It's fun to look into. Um, and that's real basic stuff. There's so much more to NFTs that we're just learning about. But me and Devin could make an NFT tonight if we wanted to. It's pretty crazy. Like, we can make Poke Tower digital assets for you guys. It's nuts. I looked it up. What? My wife could make a full art trainer card with me and Devin on it with the Poke Tower logo. We upload this art to this um, NFT website. We put a low quality vi- uh, picture on there to just kind of show you what it looks like. And then you make it downloadable. And once you pay your price and you download it, you get the high quality version that is password protected, you know, serialized, legitimized. And there's we can make like 10 of them. And it's like 10 of you would have it. It's like a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a really secure, um, downloadable content. You know, I'm trying to think what's, I'm trying to think, think about like, okay, Adobe Photoshop. When you use Adobe Photoshop or you'd use Adobe Illustrator, you can only link that account to like two other computers. Right. Yeah. And then it's, you're done. Yeah. You have to take other accounts off. That's how this can work. And they, you know, that's, that's kind of. It's not the same thing, but it's on along the same lines. It's like, no, you're locked, buddy. It's on this account. You can't get it unless you have, you know, your identity, your password verification, your phone verification, blah, blah, blah. It's hmm. nuts. Crazy. And the, person, the person who makes the NFT gets to make how many there are of it? Yep. Gets to choose how rare it is. Huh. That's why there's true caps. And then if people find out and people will be able to find out, no, wait, there's, there's, you know, 500,000 of this specific NFT. Oh, that's not rare. That information will be readily available. Everyone will know what's hot and what's not. Whereas like, we don't know how many Charizard VMAXs are out in shiny Vates right now. We have no idea. Right. We could speculate, but we have no idea. Whereas we'll be able to tell the true value of anything right off the bat. You won't have $10,000, um, uh, McDonald's Pikachus. Right. Because they will look at the numbers and we'll be like, Wait a minute. There's this many floating around. Just like a Bitcoin, you know how many Bitcoins are in circulation. You just got to hop on the, in the internet and find out. You'd be like, dang, they made how many McDonald's Pikachus? 50 million? That is not rare at all. And then next thing you know, if you had like a, a, a tracker of the price, it'd be like, oh, yeah, McDonald's Pikachu is uh, $2. Right. That's its true value. Yeah. It's crazy. I, can't, I, look, I look, I'm looking forward to embracing the idea. But I'm I'm definitely not just gonna go seek it. When it comes my way, it comes my way, and I'll try and learn as much as I can. Like right now, we got presented with this. I'll check it out um, and I'll look into it. But I won't be like, I guess you could say I won't be buying digital assets. You know what I mean? Or digital collectibles right now, unless I can be sold the idea, and that just kind of happens by opportunity. Yep. Crazy, crazy stuff. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Please let us know yeah, on the Discord. Yeah, interesting. That is, it's some. Gosh, it's nuts. It's really cool. Where it could go is interesting, or how it could go, or imagine know, having a booster box. What, that's, what that's, new? What new idea this could you know bring how, about? But how much? How much better would you feel if you knew that you had a Hidden Fates booster pack that couldn't be printed again? Because they'd be like, no, there's only five hundred five hundred thousand in circulation. We are not going like to digitize more. That's it. Yeah, that's why Bitcoin's so valuable because they don't print it like the dollar. 
The dollar, the, literally, the government's like, oh, we need more money. Let's print more. Just like Pokemon, we need more hidden fates. Let's print more. It just constantly tanks the value. Whereas if you can create something that says, no, this is it. Scarcity. Done. It's plugged in. It's like just by nature, it's scarce. And then there's other things that you can, you know, print to the moon. You know what I mean? Like basic cards that, that kids play the game with. You can make it or, millions or, of them. Or just tens put a, of, I mean, hundreds of millions. Put a one out of a hundred yeah. on a card. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about on a physical card. Yeah. Just put a one out of a hundred. Serialize it. Yeah. Stamp two out of a hundred. Yeah. But then, but then that doesn't solve the scalper epidemic I know, though. I know. I get that. But what I'm saying is that, that right there, you know yeah. what I mean? It would basically suffice for the same amount of like, you know. Um, oh yeah. I've always wanted serialized cards. Yeah. yeah. But. Yep. Yeah. I could totally see it going. Yeah. That's crazy. You could talk about it for days. You really could. Super yep. sweet segment today. Uh, let's get into the Digidestined. Digidestined. Um, all right that kind of cut off abruptly i need to work on that sample all right digi destined this is our weekly uh updates on digimon and like education mainly um because there's a market for vintage digimon but i would be lying to you guys if i said i haven't been in it for more than six months it's literally been less than six months. I'm still feeling it out. Obviously, I'm making my buys. You guys see that on social media when I do that. But I, I would hate to give my recommendations on something I have not mastered. Or I don't even want to say mastered, but gotten really good at, right? Like, I'm only going to have one Digimon card graded so it hasn't, far. It hasn't changed from day one. We don't really like to talk about things that we don't really know. Yeah, that's really what it is. So, um, so all I can do is really educate you, and uh, you can make a decision from there. So today... Last week, we talked about some of the prices for Series 1.0, the new stuff. Those prices are still pretty much the same today, which is, that's a good thing. I really like that because now 1.0 has been out for like two, three weeks. Yeah. Prices haven't changed much. That means Digimon might be legit. Yeah. Really cool. You usually see the prices go down right about right now. I think Digimon is very promising. You know, it had its special release back in like last winter and the price is stuck 2020 winter and then it, yeah it's stuck it sold out super quick um back in the special release sold yep. out and then uh when it came back into stores retail people said that it was off the shelves they couldn't find it um card stores couldn't get it in because um other that's people, called scarcity right there yeah so i i, I seriously think digimon is, is making a a good dent in yeah. the game for sure they're blazing a trail right now for sure they're just really it's really hot and that's the cool thing um, I don't want to rank them with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Because it's not fair. They're new. Um, all right. So we, we're going to go back into Vintage this week. This week we're talking about Series 2 Digimon. Digibattle. Remember, there's animated series. There's Digibattle. Digibattle is the actual card game where you can fight each other. All that stuff. The stuff that I'm more familiar with. I don't have any animated series besides the free pack that someone gave me when I bought a box from them. Um, but there is animated series 2 as well. So this is Digibattle Series 2. There's about 50 cards in this entire set. It's nuts. Uh, Much like Series 1, you can almost master set with one booster box. But here's the interesting thing about Series 2. So unlike Series 1, when you get a Series 1 booster box, you can pretty much get every card there is except for like a hollow variant and a gold text variant. Like you'll get the card... But you may not get both. You may not get the gold and the hollow. You may only get the hollow. You may only get the gold. You won't get both unless you're like extremely lucky. But you'll most likely master set with one box, 24 packs or 36 packs, whatever the whichever box you got. This is what I like about Digimon, and I hope they bring it back. 
in series two, and I know in series five as well, they created different color booster series. So today, I'm going to talk about the orange box and the yellow box. These are both series two cards. You can pull the same exact cards from them, except for like a select five. So the orange box features five different secret hollows. The yellow box features five different secret hollows. And to my knowledge, series five did the same thing. Series five did a green box and a red box. Um, which is, I think that's super exclusive. I don't know why Pokemon doesn't make red and blue boxes. That's like the nature of the game. Why don't you make a sword box and a shield box? Booster boxes with different yeah. pools. That'd be nuts. You would have like you would have some loyalty. <laughs> yeah, you'd have some sun loyalty and, to sides. Sun box, moon box. Heck yeah, um, people would want to, and it would be collectability as well. I got to get the sun box. Got to get the moon box. Right. Not a sun and moon box. I I want to get both. Right. Imagine that. You could to, you could go so many different ways. Like, and then when you do your expansions, you make a sword and shield rebel clash, and you make or you make a sword rebel clash, and you make a shield rebel smack i don't know you know what i mean like you could you put little plays on it um and it would be highly collectible highly highly collectible so that's what i really like about digimon in the early stuff they separated it by color they color coded it um so you got the orange and the yellow i have both booster boxes um they've about i would i got to check the prices again but last time i checked they've almost doubled in prices since i bought mine so they're getting up there they're very hard to find there's probably not a better time than now to buy them um, some of the better pools that you can get from these uh, are the there's two dark masters in here so you got puppet mon he comes in as a hollow and machine Dramon, he's another dark master he comes as a hollow and then arrow v Dramon is also another hollow these are like the more like popular ones that everyone kind of knows um, and then you can also get gold text cards so the gold text the most popular ones metal gray mon gato mon myotis mon and keep in mind some of this stuff was like so short printed that even on most websites you can't find all this information i have to like frankenstein this stuff from different digimon content creators different websites and put all the info together and from what i've seen this is like the consensus of the most popular stuff in the set now the secret hollows these are pretty cool i'll go ahead and listen to you guys too because if you want to snipe these down yourself they're not listed so the booster series for Digimon is listed as like BO. So it'll be like BO. I believe series two is BO 55 to BO 108. So just over 50 cards. It's like 53 cards. Um, but these, these secret hollows that are featured in orange or yellow are labeled as ST. Um, so in the orange box, you can get a Gatsumon. These are so on the box itself it says look for six new holographic power boost inserts. So these are inserts. Uh Gatsumon, Ota Otamamon, Dokuyamon, or Dokugamon, Musaimon, Rockmon, and Chimeramon. I know you guys know Chimeramon. He's like the mashup of all the different monsters. He looks kind of crazy looking. He's in the new stuff. And then in the yellow box, the yellow box has Tortamon. Starmon, I know a lot of you know what Starmon looks like. He's like a silver-looking star at the hollow card. Everyone knows it uh, when they see it. Geckomon, Triceramon, that's another one. Yeah, he's a holographic Triceratops. Piximon, and this one's probably my favorite. Mega Kabuterimon, that's probably, that would probably be my favorite card in this set. Because um, he's blue, he's not red. Which is weird, because in the show he's red. 
but um, the bug dude. That is weird, yeah. Yeah, he's blue. It looks mm-hmm. sick. Um, so these, I think it's maybe like a dark version. It's kind of like Metal Greymon, how he's blue or orange, depending on what year it's from. But um, that's series two. You can you can find single blister packs. Um, again, there's American and there's there's Euro. They both have English cards in them. The American short crimp, the Euro is long crimp, um, or long packs. They're not really crimp. They're just long packs. Uh, they look kind of funky, but trust me, if someone's selling Euro stuff and they're a good seller, it's it's real. It's legit stuff. Um, they did the same thing with series one as they did in series two. So you you'll see a Euro box with twenty four packs unsealed. It's it's crazy. It looks weird. Um, and it's a red box. It's like red and black. Where series one was blue and black. Um, but again, it could be 24 packs unsealed. And then a US box is 36 packs sealed. Um, but they're both English cards. You can't go wrong with either. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Series two is really cool. I don't know when I'm going to crack mine. Again, I'm just watching. I'm watching because... As much as it hurts to say it, this is one of the few things I can't rip because obviously I have emotional ties to it. It's expensive. Um, yeah, he, got, he said if you got like 80 people to vote for him cracking no, the box on no. Discord that he would just crack it open. He's like, if no. I could... Off, it was, this was off podcast. Like, like No, I didn't say that. Last week, he was like, you know, I know everybody really wants me to pop open oh those gosh. Digimon boxes. And um, you know what? I think maybe if I get like 80 people on the Discord just to no say, way. hey, Dan, That's not enough. Crack 800. Open, Crack, crack open the Digimon. 800. Box. He's like, I'll do it. 800. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do want to open it, but I think I think with these, as much as I hate to say it, there is a time for this. And Absolutely. it's not the time yet. Yeah, I know. I the, agree. The collecting hobby is not ready for this Digimon game. I'm watching. You guys are, because you guys got it firsthand from me. But the majority of peeps are still asking, is it worth it? That's not a good sign. That if I crack these things open, that it'll it'll give you it'll give them value and it'll give me value. But other than that, it's like that's it. I just killed a finite you know resource. That's I'm not going to be able to get another set of boxes probably unless I paid double up what I paid last time. So very rare in my opinion, um, and it's it's on the way. So hopefully that helps you guys out. What was I going to say? Blister packs. You can buy them in blister packs. They're yellow. Like you'll see the box is yellow. I think Chase bought some. Um, You'll find Euro boxes. They're red and black. And you'll find American boxes. Um, they're they're hard to come by. They're expensive, but uh, they're out there. And remember, it's Digibattle, not animated series. I think that's it. Yep. I like it. Cool. All right. Let's get into uh, Heart of the Cards, the next segment here. All right. It's Heart of the Cards time. We are going to talk Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, in this segment, we are talking Spell Rollers, a.k.a. Magic Rulers for all my old heads, all you guys that know it from its OG name. Uh, Magic Rulers, it was... N- You're good. It was, You're good. It was uh, known as Magic Rulers, but Yugi, uh, Konami changed the name to Spell Rollers because it, it resembled... Um, its name resembled that of Magic the Gathering. I don't know if that's the way it worded it, but... It resembled Magic the Gathering too much, so like Magic Rulers, you want people getting mixed up, so let's just call it Spell Rulers. And then what's an interesting thing is they also ended up changing all of the cards um, that were Magic cards into Spell cards. 
So this set was released in September 2002 um, as a first edition and Unlimited. Unlimited came out in 2010. As you guys know, you can find these in the third um, dis- distributor packs, you know, like Fairfield. You find them at Walmart and Target, um, maybe like Walgreens and stuff like that, too. I haven't really checked. Um, but again, you can find them like $7 to $8 retail. And then resale, you're going to find them about 15 to 25 um, I would probably pay about 15 because uh, most of the people who have them are going to be resellers or scalpers, so they're willing to make any type of profit. Um, that's what I've noticed when buying these from people. Um, this pack contains, uh, I believe, like 140 cards. I didn't. 140 cards, two secret rares, 10 ultra rares, 10 super rares, 18 rares, and 91 commons. Um, the two secret rares in this in this set are pretty awesome. Um, the ultra rares, I think, kill it and. Honestly, you can't go wrong with the super rares either. There's some pretty big super rares out there. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get into it. The hits from this set um, is Blue Eyes, Toon, Dragon. That's yep. a big one. That's a huge one, and uh, it's a secret rare. So it comes in the nice, uh, like, rainbowy, sparkly type of hollow. Looks really cool. Um, Spellbinding Circle is another one. Oh, it's a trap an, card. Oh, man, that's an awesome card. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's another like staple card uh, that a lot of people remember when they think about Yu-Gi-Oh. So it's a good one to have as well. And I believe it comes in an ultra rare. Uh, Mystical Space Typhoon is another uh, magic card. I believe it's, I believe it's a quick effect card, and that's what this set was known for was um, ritual monsters, quick effect um, spell cards, and um, something else that I can't I can't remember. But there was like three things that it added to the basically to uh, the TCG to the. Uh, the card game for everyone that wanted to play competitively. Um, the next card up is a Ultra Rare Toon Summon Skull, another big hitter. Um, look it up. I think Toon Summon Skull is one of the better uh, tuned Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, this one is pretty, pretty surprising just because it's not, it's not that great of a, a, a card. But for some reason, it being the secret rare, I know it sounds funny, but like usually. When you think of collectible cards, it's usually like a staple card, a card that um, really made like a scene, whether it was in the anime, whether it was like, you know, the strongest card for like a really long time during competitive play, whatever it was, it set some type of like staple or standard. That's what makes like, you know, something collectible. It has a story behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Serpentine Dragon um, is oh. this card. It's it's a secret rare, so I understand it's the other secret rare in, in the set, so I understand why um, it's very valuable. And it did have a little bit of a, a significant part in the anime, but it, this, the Serpentine Dragon is nothing special. It's just a regular, normal monster. There's nothing special, not a huge story behind it. Rex used it against Joey Wheeler in the anime, and that was like just about it, and he still lost. So Serpentine Dragon, I don't really think, uh, is that special. Serpentine Dragon! Serpentine <laughs> <laughs> Dragon! I just totally remember how you yeah. used to say it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So that's Rex uh, during his battle with uh, Joey Wheeler. He still lost. That's what I'm saying. He still got smoked. I don't don't understand. 2300 attack. Yeah, Serpentine Dragon, the price point behind it is only because, you know, it's what's out there is out there. And um, the fact that it's a secret. It's secret. Um, and back then, secret during those days was like that was that was the chase. That was the chase. Yeah. yeah so, um, and the last card is Toon Mermaid. It's a really cool looking card. Um, a lot of you guys know it. Pegasus used it. Um, I actually want a Serpentine Dragon really bad. Yeah, it's not a bad looking card. I don't think it's a bad looking card. But then again, like I said, it's not really anything special. It's just for the clout. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, and then I think some other uh, 
a super rare that I was that I was talking about was um, what's it called? Big 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 true name. Thing's called big true name. Oh, the sh- the shield dude? No, big true name. It's a spell card. Mm. Where you get to, I think you basically get to wipe the whole field of uh, magic cards. That's a, a super rare, and I think it's also um, like a nostalgic throwback card um, that a lot of people look mm. at and like. So if you find that card too, or you have it in your collection, um, look at getting it graded or selling it raw, depending on the quality. But that about does it for uh, Heart of the Cards. I hope you guys learned something. I know I did looking up all this stuff. Um, I know Blue Eyes Tomb Dragon kind of skipped my radar. Um, it was refreshing to see that, you know, some traps and spell cards are actually sought after. You know, it's not just um, the monsters and the big hitters like Spellbinding Blue Eyes. Circle is a freaking so, legendary card. Yeah. Super cool. You can't, get, you can't get anything better than that spellbinding like artwork. I think it's awesome. Yeah. All right. That's it. Cool. Let's get into Devin your guys' favorite segment. <laughs> I don't know about favorite, but let's go. talk about something a little bit different uh not the normal devon core stuff not sleepers not lookouts but uh i figured this would be very interesting with all the uh uproar of mcdonald's promos going around and um this was this was we've been talking good. about promos for a while because we had the special delivery pikachu epidemic going on you know and we've had scalpers and all that stuff going on and people overpricing you know cards that shouldn't be overpriced all those kinds of things you know we've combated all that here on the Devon Core segment, but now we're just going to put a little bit of truth behind uh, the McDonald's stuff, spread some facts, some interesting uh, facts, some cool details, um, and maybe you guys stop hunting for McDonald's cards. Maybe you guys go hunting for more. I don't know how this um, inf- information will find you, but hopefully it sheds some light on the whole McDonald's promo thing. Mm. So here we go. So what I did is I went through and I looked up every... So I made it fair. Basically, every McDonald's uh, promo that's come out has come out with a Pikachu card. So I, I said, okay, if everyone, every, I'll take every Pikachu promo card from every year that McDonald's had a promo. Now, unfortunately, like the first two years, I believe in like 2011 and 12, they didn't, they didn't make any Pikachu promo cards. They made all um, reprint, reprint cards with the McDonald's uh, promo artwork, like so, like the hollow, like um, digitalized, like looking. Okay. Holographic artwork. Yeah. They made uh, reprints of the black and white series um, in McDonald's promo. So there wasn't any like real hitters. There wasn't any like really cool cards. So I know some people like them, but there wasn't nothing I could compare. There was no no other Pikachu, nothing I could compare. I tried. There's an Amolga in there, mm-hmm. but the price just wasn't really the same, you know, because Pikachu's a staple and then Amolga's like really new. So I didn't. Fake Pikachu. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't compare it. So uh, we're just going to start from um, 2019. So last year. So Pikachu uh, McDonald's promo in 2019. Right now it's selling for about ten dollars raw. So I think a Happy Meal is what like five bucks, six bucks. Yeah, five, six bucks. I know. Uh, I bought three hundred of them <laughs> for these packs. He's, he's joking. Uh, so they're like they're like five, six bucks. Um, so I'm sure back in 2019 they're probably five, six bucks. Um, looks like the cards going to probably like double the price. They sell for about ten bucks steadily. Um, I went and looked at the pop reports as well. This is actually pretty surprising. Um, it looks like quality control has been getting a little bit better as time has gone on, or maybe more people are just grading cards and a little more aware to it. But uh, there's two eights for this 2019 Pikachu McDonald's promo. There's 11 nines, 
and there's two tens. So the pop reports really aren't that bad, which is surprising, seeing as this is a promo from That's a, nuts. A, a very popular restaurant where a lot of kids go and a lot of people and they get a lot of traffic. It's actually pretty crazy to think there's only two tens, 11 nines, and two eights. And this card's, this promo is a year old, you know? So not a bad gig, I think, uh, on the McDonald's promos, but I, I would say that there's a whole lot more people who are hip to it now than they were before, especially back in 2019. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the the population of... 25th anniversary McDonald promo cards is probably going to be off the chain. It's going to be like crazy and not in a good way. The next one up uh, is Pikachu from the McDonald's promo 2018. This one sells for about, it sells raw for like 10 to 20. Um, these cards are kind of challenging to, to search up on eBay. Um, but again, 10 to 20 bucks is what they're selling for. There's two eights, eight nines and two tens. So again, pop report is pretty low. Um, it doesn't seem like too many people are getting uh, tens, or too many, and it seems like majority are nines um, that go in. But again, there's not too many there. In total, that is what twelve graded Pikachu's yeah. from 2018, which is not bad at all. Um, and I'm sure back 2018, the Happy Meal was probably the same price. So in 2017, uh, Pikachu promo. Uh, for McDonald's, this one's going for raw, 10 to 20 bucks. Um, there's three eights, there's four nines, and there's three tens. Um, so again, we're seeing like the quality control go down just like a little bit. It's kind of staying the same to uh, 2019. I'm sure it'll stay the same in 2020, unless they're just mass producing these 25th anniversary cars and they're coming out really, really bad quality. Um, but 2016, we're going to see a big change here. So from 2017 to 2016, massive, massive change, especially in raw prices and population reports. So the Pikachu from McDonald's um, in 2016, raw, it sells for about 15 to $25. So that's about a five to like, that's about a $5 increase um, to its base price of uh, 2017. And it's 2016. So it's four year old, four year old card, pretty limited, pretty limited, I would say, because there's not any more out there. What's out there is out there. There's only one eight and one nine. There's no tens, hmm. no tens at all. And this was just back in 2016. So, um, hey, maybe if you find a really, really minty um, 2016 Pikachu promo, maybe you go and buy that instead of buying, you know, two or three uh, 25th anniversary McDonald promos, you know, for five, six bucks. I mean, you can go buy one for 25 bucks. That's still basically in its original packaging, you know, good to go. And maybe you might have, you might be the other guy that has a nine or has an eight, or maybe you might be able to score that sweet 10 and be the only one in the world that has a 10. I think that's a pretty cool thing. In terms of being a collector, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2015, a McDonald's promo for Pikachu sells about raw, 15 to 25 bucks. There's one eight and one nine, no tens. So again, another great alternative to uh, a McDonald's Pikachu promo. Um, I know that it's a little bit different because the 25th anniversary McDonald's promos aren't exactly the same as these Pikachu promos because they're not special because they're not 25th anniversary. They don't have that stamp. But some of these promos do have a special McDonald's stamp on them, and they also have the same hollow artwork. So to say something's just going to be special because it has a 25th anniversary stamp on it, I would say it's kind of a long stretch. Long stretch. I think the last card that had a 20th... This one's unique. I think the last one that had a 20th anniversary stamp on it um, was, one, a very unique card because it featured Ash and Pikachu on it. And it was a full art card. And um, I think that card is really sick. And I believe I saw one for like 220. I don't know if it was graded or raw. Um, but again, I know you can't completely compare these things. But if we're going to compare the 20th anniversary to the 25th anniversary, 
the 20th anniversary uh, card was way better than, you know, the 25th anniversary stamps that they're putting on these cards, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Um, anyways. This one's sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has a McDonald's stamp on it. Yeah. Super cool. And it, and like it features that same one. glitter or digital artwork yeah. um, that all these promos have. The firework hollow or something like that, they call it. And then, um, where are we at? 2015? Yeah, we hit 2015 already. That was one. This is the one I just showed you, yeah. So... Yeah. 2014 hold on 2000 okay let me how do I explain this they didn't in in 2014 they printed promo cards that were from 2013 so the same thing so the same thing but the thing is is that they didn't have promo cards in 2013 in um in the US hmm so, if you're looking for, like, the 2014 year Pikachu promos, you got to type in 2013 to find them. I believe the only people who got uh, McDonald's promos in 2013 was France. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think France is, like, the only people that got McDonald's promos for a Pokemon. I like this 2013 one. But, yeah. So, you're not, you're not really going to find it. I typed in uh, Pikachu McDonald's promo uh, from 2014, the number and everything. Nothing. I searched it. And there was nothing. I couldn't find anything. As soon as I put 2013, it was the same exact one from the set. And I was like, that's kind of odd. I looked up a little bit of history, and that's what I found out. So, this uh, 2013 Pikachu, there's two eights. Oh, sorry. I didn't even go over the raw price. So, for 2013 uh, McDonald's promo Pikachu, raw, 40 to 50 bucks. I can completely understand why. The car is almost eight years old now. Um, it's a promo from McDonald's. Back then, no one really knew about grading. No one was really in the collecting hobby. Um, people who had these cards were kids. So in order to score a two, um, an eight or a nine, you had to be an adult. You know what I mean? Or you know, had a parent who understood keeping these cards in a good condition. Or maybe you just scoped one out recently. You know what I mean? Um, getting back into the hobby and they scored an eight or a nine. But either way, there's some older year pikachu promos from mcdonald's that you could probably go with that might be a lot better in terms of value in terms of um securing your money um than the 25th anniversary mcdonald's happy mail promo mm -hmm. pikachu cards um because like i said they're gonna be extremely overpopulated i know you see i know everyone sees these crazy crazy prices for a 10 but I think we'll see them in the thousands. Those, I, think, I think no, I, I not the price. I think we'll see the populations in the thousands, much like X Y Charizard right, who's like right. nine thousand right now. It's I think it, it'll almost it'll almost be similar to like a special delivery Pikachu because yeah, that's about I think the hype the hype was almost the same. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There was there was equal amount of hype that was on social media that there was for this McDonald's stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And like we always said, when people are looking left or when people are looking right, we look left. Yeah. And, um, so I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. If you go out and you secure yourself some, some 25th anniversary cards, I think that's great. I think they look cool. I think the stamp is cool. Um, but if we're going to talk about, you know, trying to collect the whole set, maybe for yourself, that's cool. Um, if you're thinking about, this is going to be a really hot item, as you can see, you're gonna be waiting a promo a from 2013 raw price is 40 to 50. 40 to 50 in a year you might be able to sell it for double that's what it looks like but you're not really touching anything until 2013 it's been two like months seven years like like seven years it took that that card to you know 10x its money because it was probably four or five bucks in a happy meal you know it's been two months and there are 635 special delivery pikachus in two months 
635. That's that's ridiculous. That, that's, that's basically almost 300 graded Pikachus a month at this rate. So do that for nine more months. You're, that's going to be over 3,000 graded special delivery Pikachus yeah. in 12 months. Nuts. So, obviously, here's all the stats, guys. Um, these are all pulled straight from PSA. Um, these are all the latest um, and last sold average amounts um, from eBay. Uh, none of this stuff is fictionalized. This isn't, you know, obviously for the clout. This isn't, you know, for hype. This ain't TikTok. This isn't, you know, trying to steer you guys any other way. It's just showing you guys the facts and, you know, giving you guys the knowledge and the straight up stuff saying, hey, let's look at some comparisons here. This it's very interesting hot. that none of this stuff's popping off. Yeah. This is what's hot right now. Everyone's talking about these uh, 25th anniversary That's happy me. meals. Everything's getting sold out. Well, all right. Well, let's look at the let's That's look how at we the know we're getting played. That's how we know we're getting played. Yeah. Let's look at the bare bones and, you know, the meat and potatoes say, hey, in a year, two years, three years, four years, up to six years, the card is only, cards from McDonald's have only gone up $5 to $10. And is that crazy? Yeah. No, and it's that's, not. That's that's the thing that I I never try to deny the prices that are That's what I'm saying. Hand, if you want if you want to collect them, I think it's great it. to collect them. I'm not going to deny the prices that are, you know, if if McDonald's Pikachu's going for X amount of money this year, that's fine. But my argument will always be is that sustainable and do you even have the speed to capitalize on an opportunity like that? Right. There's so many factors that are out of your control. Right. Like people fake bidding. People buying your listing on eBay just to just to get your listing off of eBay so that theirs is the top listing thing. People do that, by the way. Yeah. Um, people, you maybe you're having an auction that does well. It's like, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna make three thousand dollars off this Pikachu. Some fake account outbids everyone, doesn't pay, tanks your thing. Like this PSA upcharging, delaying. There's so many factors that are out of your control. Um, where other people have connections and they have help and things like that that are able to get them to the market extremely fast, which is why you see these record sales. Right. But it's not sustainable. I don't think there's ever been a card that has held on to its price. Even look at look at Charizard. We just talked about it today. Fifteen hundred up to seven thousand, down to eighteen hundred, now back up to three thousand. That's a roller coaster. And I have not been able to capitalize on any of those times. I mean, personally I don't want to, but um even with someone like me who sells cards all the time, you can't time that fast enough. Yeah. Um, you're always going to, if you're just finding out that the prices for these Pikachus are insane, you're already too late. <laughs> it's already Definitely, too late. Yeah. Yep. So this is actually really good perspective and someone on TikTok needs to put this out because that opens my eyes. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that there is no demand for any other Pikachus prior to this from McDonald's crazy and and what's surprising is that you would think that these you know being promos that you're like hey a lot of people would have their hands on them there should be you know a ton of eights there should be a ton of nines and a ton of tens and there's not real collectors don't so, care about it but there's yeah real collectors don't care about they it, left and it for the kids there's so many people there's so many people out there that are, that are trying to you know um put out that that these mcdonald's promos are the next biggest thing and blah 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 and they've been around for years yeah and it, it's it's great for the people that get to the market quick that sell you know quick and they get their ten thousand dollar has know, a friend that works at PSA he's able to overnight it yeah yeah they got their you know ten thousand dollar twenty fifth anniversary PSA ten mm -hmm. you know Pikachu you know that they sold that's great you know they might have sold to someone who is um, unknowing yeah. you know I mean uninformed they might have sold to somebody who um, you know they're like oh ten thousand on the other end of that deal what's it called um, yeah on the other end of the deal or um, uh, what's it called? That's uh, what I would do. No, like, uh, what the... F 
if I had Devin make a fake ghost account and I made a fake account for my Charizard, right? I whited out the serial number so you couldn't see the serial number. I could have Devin's fake account bid on my listing, make it worth like, you know, 15,000, 20,000. I'd be like, look, it's sold. And then I would list my real PSA 9. Yeah. And then I would put, I would say, oh, you know what? I'll list it at 12,000. That's a discount because the last one, yeah. last one sold for 20K. Go check the sold prices. And they'd be like, oh, dang, it did sell for 20K. This is underpriced. Boom. They buy mine for 12K. It was never worth 12K in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Basically, what I was saying is that, you know, there's also people who, people there's also people who have a lot of money. You know what I mean? That, are, that don't that care. Are, that don't care. That are, that are, you know, um, what's it called? Uneducated. That yeah, want to just get, got the money. It's not an issue. Yeah, that want to get into this. They're like, and they see it too. They read it in the newspaper. They, you know, oh, this McDonald's promo sold for ten thousand. They read that, blah 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 blah. And so you'll start seeing maybe some other trending prices, you know, for things mm-hmm. getting bought the way they are. Um, or maybe that guy who bought it for that much, you know, he's trying to get in. He's like, oh, it's ten thousand. That must be something special. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, or or there's a whole lot of talk about this this certain car. Let's go look up the best one and go buy it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're trying to capitalize at the best moment. You know what I mean? And that could be why there's some support behind some of these cards that, you know, have hype. But mm-hmm. at the same time, guys, you got to understand that it's not um, what Denny said. It's not sustainable. It isn't. It's not going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's artificial. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of preying on the, the people who don't know the uninformed and um, the ill knowledge about everything and uh, getting to the market the quickest. That's why you see those record record high sales. Mm hmm. Don't fall into it, guys. That's all I'm saying. But now we have... Stop eating McDonald's. But now we have your guys' favorite segment coming up. The oh. Tower Top 5. Let's go. Oh, the, the Top 5. Dropping by. Woo! I feel like it's been a long episode because I'm just spitting facts all night. I'm exhausted. Top 5. Let's see here. This is... Okay. Let me explain myself. So today... It's just a random free-for-all of what I'm looking at on eBay. There is really no strategy here besides the fact I think the only cool, not even cool, I think the only good thing to do right now with the way Pokemon's going with new products is to just, again, go completely left field, and it's just to start buying up slabs. So we talked about it early in the uh, in the podcast. There was a time where you could go buy base set Blastoise, Venusaur, Maybe not Charizard, but other base set hollows, fossil hollows. You could buy them for 20 to 40 bucks, grade them, sell them for 300 plus all day. You could do it all day. Sometimes if you got an even better grade, sell them for 800 plus. This is a good time. The time's changed. There was a time where we said, hey, you know, um, you might want to start buying booster packs. That time I don't think is right now either because everything is... From from what I'm looking at, you know, when, when I see booster packs getting, you know, close to 300 bucks a piece, that's where I'm starting, okay, maybe these things have peaked out for the time being. We don't know. Um, so I look for, like, value. What's the best value I can get? Where is nobody looking? Besides, like, old head collectors, nobody is looking at vintage slabs. I know we talk about it in the top five often, but today I'm giving you nothing but slabs from Gym Challenge and back. Um, from CGC to PSA, uh, different prices here and things that just off the top of my head or with a little research look uh, underpriced. So this is what I would do if I was buying Pokemon. Right, I'm not really buying much Pokemon because I'm waiting for my giant bulk order to come back. We have like 
a ton of cards. I just want them all back already. They're like 60 each. Yeah. 60. And then I got an order of 70 Yu-Gi-Oh on the way. Think about 60 slabs coming in. Like, that's a mm-hmm. whole lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And they were all cards that we were buying, you know, last fall. Like... Like these are these are some serious cards too that like from last or last uh, winter last not last winter last summer and last fall was the time when I first started my TikTok that's all these cards I was accumulating yeah it's I was a, buying it's majority you know, of my yeah. collection as well I mean I have a ton that I've accumulated since yeah but it's like those ones I'm like I can't even remember some of the ones I even sent yeah I'm like what could be in there so with that being said this one's a little bit different this one we don't, haven't really talked about this guy much often but I saw the price. And it seems a little high, um, which is not why I'm telling you to buy it. But it's, I think it's like a sign that this could be trending up. So this may be actually good considering the times. PSA 9 Alakazam from Base Set Hollow. PSA 9, we ain't, we're not doing the whole CGC, buy low, crack it, resubmit it, which is cool if you like that. But I'm talking about if you just want the work done. You is get this base, base set? Yeah. Unlimited? Yes. PSA 9, base set, unlimited Alakazam, 270 When I saw it, I was like, that's not bad, but it's higher than what I would have thought. Do you think so? Because how much does a heavy heavy unlimited booster uh, base set go for? Oh, probably over 1000 now. Right. And you're not going to pull a 10, right? No. So to get a that's 9, nine guaranteed hollow. Alakazam's one of the better cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for 270 to me, that's like, oh, that's you're basically buying a light pack. You know what I mean? That's you're, buying, you're buying a light fossil pack. Right. No, that... That's a great that's a great way of looking at it, but that's why we're also sharing slabs today because I feel like right. it's the only only safe move. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's it's shining fates release week. I should be telling you guys to go buy up all the raw cards, but it's you're not the move gar- right now. You're buying a guaranteed, you know, nine yeah pool. You know what I mean? Yeah, for less than a guaranteed price of, nine, yeah. less than the price of a heavy pack. Right, which is like because if you were to buy a heavy pack, you would pay over a thousand, and then you'd get an express grade. You're looking at like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, and you don't know what you're getting. Are you gonna get yeah. a polyrath? Yeah, who knows. Exactly. That's a good point. So Alakazam is one of my favorite monsters. Uh, I believe some people in the Discord actually like Alakazam, and I think 270 is low. I did. Damn, you did a good job. Cause I'm looking at the rest of these. I'm sorry, guys. I'm 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 kind of moving on moving on through them because I'm. But yeah, Denny has some really good picks in here that you can really apply that same logic to all of these cards that a heavy yeah. a heavy pack would go for a whole lot more. Oh yeah, and I like it. Let's talk. Let's, let's get into more of them. I like it. So Alakazam, it's a good one. Um, one of the, I think, in my opinion, one of the rarer cards, one of the more sought after cards. I think two seventy is low. I do, even in an inflated market. Um, so if you like it, go check it out. Yeah, I think at first glance, I, I would think at first glance, two seventy for a nine. I'm like, ah, oh, that seems high because we've seen yeah. lower prices. Right, you know what right. I mean, we've definitely seen lower prices. We've well, always, is, we've talked about nine. Now I'm going to hit before. you. I'm going to hit you with. You guys are going to get mind blown because now i've prepped you you got hit with the 270 you're like okay i see where he's going with this that's a little high but we could play with this now everything i say to you is going to sound like a freaking steal <laughs> it's going to sound amazing this one we've talked about before but this is first edition psa 9 first edition kabutops one is on sale right now for 249 that is ridiculous that is so low considering the fact that my psa 9 unlimited goes for over 100 if you're telling me for another $100, I could have got a first edition, geez. There's another one. So if you don't get the one that's 249 because I know you guys log in the Discord, you're like, hey, I was looking for that card. It's gone. There's another one that's going for 270 First edition, 
Fossil Hollow Kabutops. I think that's it's one of the more memorable cards in the set. It's not um, the Dragonite. Apply the same logic. But um, that's sweet. How yeah. much is the heavy pack? A heavy fossil and pack is really over 500. Are you really pulling a 10? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. That's how you have to look at it. That's so... Yes, we are spending hundreds of dollars now. And I'm not saying probably not because like your luck is that no, you're it's, a just, 10. it's really hard. It's just really, really hard because these vintage cards weren't made like that mm-hmm. in 10s that often. Yep. So there's number four. Kabutops, if you're into that... But we got a variety. I'm not just going to hit you with base set and fossil. I went through. I went through today. We went digging. Number three on the top five. I like this one, especially when I tell you the price here. CGC, don't like the brand. 8.5, which means you could probably get a 9 in PSA if you re- if you were just irritated about CGC. Jim Heroes, Lieutenant Surge's Magneton Hollow. 59 bucks. That's not bad. That's really good considering Jim Hero packs are over $300. Long gone are the days where you could buy where you could buy a heavy pack, grade it and make more than 300. Because, you know, Jim Heroes was about 125 when I was buying. Mm-hmm. So I could have got a pack for 125, pulled a hollow, graded it and still wouldn't have made enough money in value. That's crazy. So the times have definitely changed, but here check this out. A PSA 9 sells for 100. So it's $40 cheaper. And if everyone's saying CGC is so good, why is it so cheap? It could be underpriced. This guy just, you know, it's a good buy if you guys are a Magneton fan. And the artwork's actually pretty nice for Magneton. One of my, I like it more than the Dark Magneton, even though I think it's more rare. I like, I like all the Jim Hero and Jim it's Challenge nice. cards. I like that they have the, uh, the trainer on them, which is Yeah, they're cool. cool. So CGC 8.5. The Gym Leader, sorry. This next one I really like. Because for some reason, when I see this card, I think like, like, rare, like elite, like. Yeah, I don't know. When I, there's yeah. something mythical about it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay, so number two on the top five is a CGC seven point five, Jim Heroes, Erica's Dragonair, eighty five bucks. Probably because of the show. She didn't even have a Dragonair in the show. No, but in the show there was that like mythical like right, right. There was lighthouse dragonite around. Yeah, it was like a dragonite V Max. Is what it, I swear right. that's what it is. Right now that I think about it, they never even found out what it was. Right. Well, he was a giant dragonite, but they didn't really explain why he was so big. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's like a hallucination or a dream, but the but, dragonair. Yeah, that's cool. It's a nice looking card, um, and typically those cards with like the sil- silver, like dragonair, the silver bluish like white backdrops are very hard to grade. They can see every little blemish on them. So 7.5 is actually not bad. And Gym Heroes, again, those packs are 300 bucks a pop. Light. We're talking light. Gone, that, means, that means you're not gone getting... Gone are the days. You're not yeah. getting an Erica's Dragonite. Yeah. Dragonair. You're not mm-hmm. getting it. You're not getting an Erica's uh, Dragonair in a light Gym Heroes pack for 300. You could get two, three of these Yeah, and I would say a heavy, a heavy pack is double that. Six mm-hmm. to $700. Mm-hmm. You're still... Maybe gonna get an Erica's Dragonair. Yeah, not even. You'll probably end up getting a Magneton or something. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what um, I mean. Like that's that's why I'm saying like it's crazy. If you really apply the logic, it's it's nuts because you're getting a card one that you want. You know what you're getting. Right. Two. It's already it's already so graded. Are, it's in a slab. It's guaranteed its value. It's guaranteed its quality. The 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 top five this week is definitely not any hacks. These are all things you guys know, but these are things that I search like often because I'm like there's right. there's there's always underpriced cards there there's never you know there's not always strategies it's like well, what's a strategy buy low grade sell high like that strategy works in little pockets here and there mm-hmm. when I can see it 
but everyone's figured out the game right now. Everyone knows that their card is worth more graded, so they're charging you the graded price of the card, and it's like you don't even have the grade. And yeah, yeah you can get deals. We we know you guys are getting the greasy discounts, but they're few and far between. They were much easier, much easier nine months ago. Um, it's just it's just different. And but here's the thing, though: you can always find slabs underpriced. Always. That's true. That's something I've been able to do since I started. That's true. It seems like people like they kind of get impatient on their slabs. They get impatient. They're, they're not like, willing to I'm sit. Just... They don't have the what are they called diamond hands, mm-hmm. where you can hold an asset until it appreciates to where you need it to be. Yeah, I think they're selling I think some as of these cold. People who've had these slabs maybe for a while, they're probably like impatient. They're seeing all these these other Pokemon products moving and all mm-hmm. these sales, and like man, all these other things are selling. I got to sell these too, right? Rat racing. Yeah. Rat racing. <laughs> Last one, I. I don't know why this is number one, but I like it. I feel like this may be one of the rarer cards. Yeah, I know why this is number one. It's sick. Caught me off guard. Especially when you consider the base price that I just shared with you guys. And then you consider Gym Challenge and Gym Hero Packs. It just, none of it makes sense right now. So PSA 9, Gym Challenge. That's right. We're finally sharing a Gym Challenge. I hardly ever share Gym Challenge. Sabrina's Alakazam. Gym Challenge is expensive. 170 bucks. Yeah, they're 300 plus. Yeah. Light. $170. I went and looked at the sale prices for January. Most Sabrina's Alakazams sell above $180. So he's not far under the market price, but it's low for what it is, especially because this card should be in the 200s right now. Probably the lowest one up right now. I probably, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to bet that. Yeah. I'm willing to bet he's probably the lowest one up, and after he's gone... There's like 13 watchers, yeah. yeah. And then the next thing you know, the next sale price will be like 250 Yep. And you're be like, man... Yeah. I could have saved myself, you know, however mm-hmm. much money. Um, so why do I say that? So if you look at the base set Alakazam, it's two seventy. You look at a gym challenge pack; those are like six, seven hundred, maybe even more heavy, maybe upwards of a thousand heavy. Yeah, I think gym challenge is like a lot. If you lock in a nine for one seventy, I'm telling you, it's like the ultimate steal, especially if you're an Alakazam fan. And the artwork's actually really nice. Um, and they're unique. I feel like Gym Challenge... Right? Isn't isn't one of them... One of them is more expensive than the other. Gym, gym, gym Hero, Challenge gym is Challenge. more expensive yeah. than Gym Heroes. Yeah. Gym Heroes are like the yellow packs. Mm-hmm. Kind of a friendlier look. The Gym Challenge packs are like orange and like purple and... Yeah. yeah. They're nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's sick. These are all bangers that I would get in my collection. I'm, I'm more attracted to the Dragonair and the Sabrina's Alakazam. Um... Just because I, don't, I like the artwork, I think I would go for the. I would opt for the artwork here. And eighty-five dollars for a slab. We all know the price of an express grade is like seventy-five bucks. So if you're a PSA guy, you're like eighty-five bucks. That's like the price of my grade plus shipping. It's crazy. I like the first edition Kabutops. I like that, and I like well, yeah, two forty-nine. It's crazy. There's and oh, if you're not into that, if you're not into the Kabutops, when I was looking at that, there was Hitmonlee's first edition. I don't have any first edition. Yeah, well, there's there's Hitmonlee's first edition PSA nine under three hundred, and there was another one. Um, I believe there were some Lapras that were first edition under three hundred. There's a handful of them from Fossil first edition. Yeah, Hollow. Um, and I was like, dang, these are some sweet grabs. But obviously, Kabutops is one of my favorite ones. I like the first edition stamp. I just like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, I like how it goes on the other side. The only first the editions other. I really have are non hollows Some non hollow rares that I got. Um, but I don't own any hollows. And that's just because I've always, I opt for volume. So if I can, like, when I was buying this stuff, um, you know, like I said, I could, I bought, 
I probably could have only got like 10 first edition base set packs for the booster box that I got of unlimited. So it was like, it's volume. You know what I mean? I want volume. I want yeah. more. I'm kind of thinking I, about, I think about that too. Like I have, I have a, I have a few like heavy hitter cards and I know you do too, like way more than I do. Like I have a few, like some pricey cards I spent money on, but some of them, some of the cards I spent money on, it's like volume stuff. You know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. bunch of cards that I bought, you know what I mean? That are seriously underpriced. And mm-hmm. a lot of them are like raw. Some of them are in slabs. Um, yeah, if you could tell me I could have a booster box versus five first edition packs, I, I even if the even if the first edition outpaces the unlimited in price, I want volume though because I would have never got a Charizard. Yeah, you know, I would never got Blastoise. I, I would have never had all this experience grading these vintage cards. I feel like I feel like if uh, if our if our supporters like got to see like all of our uh, our collections, they'd probably be surprised. Like, dude, these are pre- some pretty uh, like quirky collections you know what i mean like because we have some like crazy cards that like, like people don't yeah wouldn't expect us to have you know what i mean or like cards you know what i mean that we don't well a lot of people don't, don't know about. that i have a sealed collection they're like yeah this guy doesn't keep sealed stuff so like they're like blown away when they show my they're like wait a minute what i'm like yeah I, they, I they're like, you guys talk about you guys talk about these cards like you guys have these right here You're like oh yeah those are like a little guilty pleasure or like uh yeah mm-hmm. i just picked that up because i thought it was cool you know what i mean i didn't think anyone else would think it was cool mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah, it's like my Lavender Town collection. I have a bunch of... I don't have a bunch. I have a handful of PSA 10 Ghost, Dark, and like trainers that would belong in Lavender Town. So like my Dark Ride, right. my uh, uh, Bannet, Shiny Bannet, my Channeler, uh, my uh, right, like, 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 Dark Ride Umbreon. Like like Channeler? People be going through your, your binder. Yeah, what the heck is like, that? Why do you got this? You this know old I mean? crazy lady. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta, like, oh, it's part of my Lavender Town collection. Yeah, I got a yeah. PSA 9 in it. And you're like, what? People be like, "What? Why?" Well, it's a ten. Oh, it's a ten. Nice. And there's only twenty eight of them. Yeah, yeah. People be like, Dude, "Why do you have a ten in this? Like, why did you spend it's money the, on that?" It's the second. You just be like, "I don't know." I did. I pulled it. It was the first. Uh, it was the first trainer card ever pulled. Um, and it was. It's the second lowest population in Unified Minds for trainer cards. So like That's a, crazy. That's pretty like good. Like a like a a Pokemaniac or something like that has like a population of twenty six, and then the Channeler is the next lowest at twenty eight. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, anyways, I guess in the in the Discord, guys, um, share like any crazy, not crazy, but like, was, is that the word quirky type of like cards that you have, or like any type yeah. of like, yeah, what are you, you into? Know? Like, I found out one of the guys. I, I shared some of the Alakazam stuff because I found out that one of the guys is a Mewtwo and Alakazam guy. I know uh, Soggy Pancakes. He's a Flygon dude. Yeah. Like, um, what I'm saying is like, because JT's a Blastoise guy. Like he has all kinds of Blastoise. I know. I know. I, I know. Me and Denny both have seen a lot of cards. We know a lot about the cards. We've, there's not many cards that we haven't, haven't really seen. I'm going to hit you guys with some quirky stuff here for Digimon but, here in a bit. But like some of you guys find some crazy, crazy cards that I'm like, man, even whether it's a proxy or it's an Orca card or it's this or that, or like, you're like, oh, this came from like a Japanese It's cool tin. that you appreciate it. It's and like, you're wow. like, hey, check this out. Yeah. I'm like, dang, I've never seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. eye-opening. So if you guys have any quirky, cool things in your collection that, you know, maybe you just don't talk well, like about. like Chase. Maybe you Chase, haven't shown anybody. Chase sewed his, like, his collection in his room, and it was, like, laced with, like, uh, Harry Potter books, Funkos, and, like, one other Star Wars stuff. And I was like, oh, crap, dude, you're into other stuff, too? Like, that's really cool. It yeah, is cool so to see what you guys got going let on. Let us know on the Discord. Um, maybe I'll make a post to someone there, like, hey, you know, post post a, a picture or, you know, a video of your of your you know what's what's quirky in your collection you know yeah 
Like I know, uh, I think it was JT that went and bought that Ditto Swirl. Like that's gonna be like a quirky thing in his collection because everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, all these squirrels and these Blastoise are really cool. And then be like, that one sticking out like a sword. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, why yeah. did you get this one? You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I like it. It's cool. You know what I mean? It's Squirtle. I like mm-hmm. that one. I don't know. A story behind each yeah. one. Yeah, super cool. Great episode, episode twenty four, guys. It's been great. My eyes are burning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Long, long episode. Um, thank you for staying. Uh, I didn't I, blink once. Giveaways. We have not hit any giveaways on the podcast recently. We've all we've been doing it mostly on the YouTube live Q and A's. We were just trying to move traffic there. I want to explain this to all of our um, longtime podcast listeners, all you guys that um, are loyal podcast listeners, the ones that only listen to the podcast. That's that's bottom line. Trying to grow our YouTube right now. Um, That's just the straight bottom line. We like the interaction that we get from um, the YouTube guys, and it seems like when we do giveaways. you guys like it on the on the live because I mean it's like a instantaneous like response that you guys get. It I think is you fun. guys like that. It's super fun. Um, either way, want to shed some light on that. Uh, we are going to be bringing back some giveaways to the podcast so that way all of our podcast listeners you guys can win too. Um, don't miss our live box break Thursday, five p.m. Pacific. This Thursday, yes, five p.m. PST. Be there. Be square. If you're not We're there... We're going to pull two shiny Charizard VMAXs. <laughs> that, One from each box. That would be sick. Um, anyways, guys, thank you again for listening. Denny, you got anything for him? No, that's it. Thank you guys for everything. Yeah, for everything. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you guys on Thursday. If not, tune in next Wednesday for another episode of the Poke Tower Podcast. Yep. Later. Later. <laughs>